0: Welcome to your Spiritual BFF podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Easter Johnson. Do you ever want to ask all your woo woo, weird questions to someone but don't know who to go to? Are you spiritually curious? Well, I'm your girl, here to guide you in all things spirituality, manifestation, crystals, energy healing, and more. Welcome to your awakening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Your Spiritual BFF. I'm your host, Hannah. I am really excited about today's episode. It's been actually a hot minute <laughs> since I've recorded a podcast episode. I did take a few weeks off um, with the holidays here, but also just really focusing on some client sessions, which have just been so beautiful. My glow up clients I have a beautiful program called the inner glow up. It's a five week program with me. And so really focusing on that group of ladies um, that is currently going through that program. And also I have a beautiful end of year program, our end of year coaching special opportunity. I'll share with you at the end of this episode um, with special pricing and for a limited time only. So I've been focusing a lot on that, but let's jump into today's episode. So this is going to be all about how to read your own oracle cards. I um this was requested by a fellow listener. Hello, thank you so much for your sweet comment and DM and and many of you have actually been reaching out to me in my DMs and in my email. Um if you're on my email list or sending me an email, I'm just endlessly grateful i thank the universe i thank god for every whatever whatever word fits in there well for you okay um i am constantly just in thanks like i stop every time and i'm like oh thank you because i remember the days where i dreamt of those moments of receiving a dm from somebody saying oh my gosh, your words touched me, or wow, this changed something for me, or oh my gosh, I learned something, or I just had a breakthrough, or thank you for helping me feel more seen. Thank you for being the person I can reach out to. And here are some of my questions. And I am a big sister. So I am the oldest sister um, of two other amazing sisters uh, that are just my favorite people in the whole world. But I, so I have that just in my DNA to to be wanted to be for people to want to come to me with things and to be a leader to be a teacher and I actually used to teach as well maybe I should do a podcast episode about my I was gonna say my past lives not like that but (laughs) what I did before I became a coach and healer um Let me know if that might be of interest to you, supportive of you, an expansion of you. Uh, Send me a DM, send me an email at hello at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com or I'm Hannah Johnson Coaching on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you if that's something you might be interested in. But today's episode, I was inspired by somebody who asked like, hey, could you do an episode about like how to read your own oracle cards? And a lot of people that I actually have done oracle card readings for, because that's one of my offerings that you can actually book um, on my website with or reach out to me in DMs, have gone on to purchase their own oracle card deck. So I love this question because It's the natural next step. You're like, oh, wait, she's like reading my energy through the cards. Who knows my energy better than myself? So I'm actually like encouraged when people encourage people to get their own decks and to start exploring it because it builds trust. It builds your intuition and a relationship with yourself. And you actually deepen that relationship with yourself through the cards. It's incredible. People leave the um, inner, um, oracle card readings with me and they're like oh my gosh like I got so much clarity but like confirmation after confirmation after confirmation like yeah that isn't that amazing that that's what the cards are able to do because they're reflecting your energy back to you you're getting confirmation not from me not even from the cards you're really getting confirmation from yourself through the cards so let's talk a little bit about that different decks so um I do oracle card readings so that's what this episode is about reading your own oracle cards. There is so many great resources out there about reading tarot. If you are interested more in tarot decks and tarot cards and readings, I do not do tarot readings because oracle actually just I have a more intuitive connection and and pull for oracle cards. I have received tarot readings and I continue to on occasion when I feel inspired to do so, but it is not something that um I do on a regular basis I don't actually own a single tarot deck I just own oracle cards so they're my favorite and that's what this episode is so my first deck is um my first ever deck was recommended to me by my first ever life coach and she recommended this deck to me and I got to look through the cards first um to kind of see them and like start playing with them and so then I decided to order my own. So you might hear some shuffling. I'm actually getting my deck out as well while I'm talking about this. So the first deck um, I ever gotten is still my favorite deck to this date. is called Energy Oracle Cards, and it's by Sandra Ann Taylor. Energy Oracle Cards it has a beautiful moon goddess on the front, blues, purples, and whites, if that helps you if you're a visual learner. So the Energy Oracle Cards, um, and this is the beautiful thing about Oracle decks. They are all different. Now with tarot you're going to see the same standard cards even if the um and meanings even if the artwork is different. Oracle every single deck is different. It's up to the author and illustrator which is just amazing to me. I think that's why I love it so much. And so for instance one of my oracle decks called Earth Magic by Stephen D Farmer has 48 cards and then like my favorite deck Energy Oracle cards has 53 cards you're going to see tarot as a very standard I can't I don't even know the number to be honest with you um and standard cards but there's still like a world of interpretation in there so no hate for tarot but just want to kind of just share the difference of that so you'll see with oracle cards um different illustrations and different labels for each card like my earth magic deck has earthy signs so it is like the way that the earth speaks through the various elements of the earth right and then my energy oracle card deck is I don't know how to describe it there's lots of imagery with people in them but also things and and such so there's just a variety of imagery and I am a very visual person so when I go to pick out oracle decks this is what I wanted to share too Hannah how this is a question I get how do I pick out a deck how do I know which one Okay, have you listened to my crystal episode about picking your crystals? <laughs> it's the same thing. Go with the one that you feel called to. Even if it's like, ooh, this is sparkly and pretty and something about this is drawing me to it because it's pretty. That is still your intuition speaking. Maybe it's like, I don't know, I feel really called to the imagery on the, this, the front of this deck. I'm going to flip it over and read a little bit more about it. See what resonates. See what attracts you. See what feels exciting and good. And if it feels like meh, so-so, put it down, walk away. There's literally hundreds, probably thousands and thousands and thousands of decks out there. So don't settle. Go with one that makes you excited, that feels good. This is another beautiful opportunity to practice intuition. There are now where to get oracle decks. You can get oracle decks from metaphysical shops near you. So a metaphysical shop would be like a crystal shop, okay? But they're often listed as metaphysical, so you could Google crystal shop near me. Or if you get like a jewelry store, because sometimes that happens, you can write medical a metaphysical, meta, M-E-T-A, metaphysical shop near me. Um, That's where you might find it. And they normally have a giant selection. Now some, I know there's one in Charlotte, in North Carolina, where I'm based out of, that actually has the decks out there for you already open, so you can actually look through them, see how the cards resonate with you. Practice with them. You can play with them in the store. Maybe not every place, but if it's a local metaphysical crystal shop, that it, 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 may ha- it may have that option for you. So just FYI. Otherwise, I was actually shocked. <laughs> I was in Marshalls the other day. Or was it TJ Maxx? No, Marshalls. I was in Marshalls the other day. They had decks in there. They actually have crystals in Marshalls. Did you know that? <laughs> I think I maybe mentioned that in my crystal episode of like You know, don't be deterred just because they're at Marshall's. Just give them a really good cleansing because they literally have just been sitting and collecting everybody's energy in a warehouse and a store, etc. And if they don't feel high vibe to you, just skip them. Same with the decks there, right? But they're um kind of on the shelves like where you where you would find like mugs and stuff. That's where I found um like crystals before and like like little home goods stuff like that section of Marshalls. that's where i found the decks recently i was so shocked like there was a couple of Re- rebecca campbell decks in there so rebecca campbell is really popular right now she has i think three three decks i have one of hers too it's called work your light oracle cards and her she's very known for her pastel colors her pastel palette and beautiful imagery it's very graphic art inter, um graphic art imagery and, and on her um, deck. And the artwork is actually done by somebody else named Danielle Noel. And so that's Rebecca Campbell, Work Your Light, Oracle Cards, and she has a couple more. So that's who I saw at Home uh, Marshalls. Then there's this place called, um, and I'm sure it's at Barnes and Noble as well, or Books a Million, whatever is near you. There's a place similar that's called Second and Charles. Second Charles, I think, is an offshoot of Books A Million or Barnes & Noble. If it's not, it's very similar. But they have some used books there, which is just – they have a great selection. But it's a very – it's not like a Goodwill or anything. It's like a store store, and they've got tons of new stuff as well. They have a – when it came first came to our area about two years ago, I stopped by there because I wanted to see what this place was, and I was so impressed. It's humongous in there, and everything's organized by genre, just like a Barnes & Noble. And when you go in there, um, off to the right, they had this teeny tiny table with like maybe four or five Oracle decks and like a few crystals and some things about like self-help, um, just like it's more spiritual books. And then every time I would go, the table was bigger. The table was getting bigger. Suddenly it was on two tables. Suddenly it was a whole section. They are following the lead of the, shoppers there because this is you know spirituality is really in the forefront and is much more mainstream now on spiritual concepts so I was excited to see so many selections when I tell you I was like blown away by the selection of oracle decks and tarot decks as second and Charles I stood there for like 45 minutes to an hour just looking at all of them because it was a lot that I have never seen before because you can't open them there um or if if, if you turn to the back often it'll give you two or three cards to preview um to take a look and to see like what the art looks like and because I really resonate with the art I really wanted to like know more if it was like going to be a good deck for me um both intuitively but also like imagery wise because that's what really resonates with me when I read um cards actually I'm going to get into that um You could Google. So what I did is I, I, like the one I got from Second and Charles was Earth Magic. I already mentioned that one to you. And so there's only three cards on the back that I could see. And I was like, I do feel really called to this, but I really want to see the imagery. So I Googled Earth Magic, Stephen D. Farmer, Oracle cards. And you can go to like image search on Google and it will show you like other cards in the deck um, or where else they sell it. So they might have like more cards to show you what it was going to look like. And that's what I was like. Yes. Okay. I can see like 20 of the cards. Heck yes, this works for me. And then the other deck I got from there is called the empathetic Oracle, which for all my empaths, I'm going to pull a card for you at the end of this. So stay tuned. The empathetic Oracle deck is by Steve Wilson and Michelle, um, Motzass. Mozas. so it again it didn't have any imagery except for the the front of the box so I googled it as well to learn more about like wait like what is some of the images on here and it's very more abstract art I would say which doesn't always resonate with me but like come on it was literally a, a deck for like people that feel deeply and are like deeply empathetic beings empath and if you haven't listened to that episode it is one of my most listened to episodes and the one I get the most feedback on it's called what is an empath or are you an empath so check that out so that is the other deck I got from second and charles okay so that covers where to get your deck how to choose your deck intuitively now once you get your deck home and I did a reel about this about a year ago of me unpacking my work your light deck and being so excited about it but like the ritual I do with treating these with respect and unpacking them clearing them immediately. So that's getting sage. And I just published an episode about that. So you can take a listen to, um, at the, that episode of using page and solid Palo Santo. And if you don't have page or solid Palo Santo, or you can't have, you know, smoke in your, um, building or wherever you live, your intention is enough. And somebody asked. oh, I just realized I did not respond to her. Somebody just asked me, real life y'all, somebody just asked me if they could use sage essential oil. And I would say, use your intuition on that. Infuse it with the highest light and vibration, okay, before you um, utilize it because sometimes they're not pure oils (laughs) so you want to just set your intention with it and then um you could put some on the palms of your hands rub the palms of your hands feel that activation and just that intention of that plant um bringing a clearing an energetic clearing and putting your hands on that item over yourself um in the room walking around with the scent using in a diffuser so yeah, I want to touch on that. But anyways, so if you're not able to use smoke, you can do that or you can simply like imagine it. So I think I talk about this in the crystal episode too. It's like, say I'm in the middle of a healing or I'm out in public or I'm at work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could really use that clear quartz or that selenite. I just really want to dump out some of this energy and like, I want the crystal to take it. Like it, I know it would be supportive of me. You could literally imagine that crystal or that oil or the <laughs> that essential oil or the, um, Sage Palo Santo and imagine it. it's all about your intention and infusing that deck with it. So you put that deck in between your hands. And I just set my intention of like this to be used for the highest and best good of all involved, only divine and sacred love and energy and communication with this deck. And, um, just, you know, thank you can even thank it. Thank you for being a part of my journey and for divine and sacred guidance. Amen, amen, amen. Or <laughs> you can say, so it is, or however you want to do it. Make it your own. This is your own version of spirituality and connection and intuition and connecting with your intuition and back to yourself. So I encourage you to go with what feels good. Even if for a second you're like, this feels silly. If you're being called to do it, do it. If you're being called to say it or, or ritualize it in, in a really beautiful, connected way, do it. It just it's that extra moment of pause and intention that makes all the difference okay so you've got it at home you've staged it it's good to go you've got out the deck you're looking through all the pictures feel free to take a look most decks I've never actually seen a deck that doesn't um comes with a guidebook here's what I have to say about the guidebook it is supportive of you I know that some people say, try not to use the guidebook, don't use the guidebook, don't use the guidebook. So I used to feel so guilty every time I would use it because I was like, oh, I'm not listening to my own intuition or, oh my gosh, I'm like, you know, reading a book when this, this feels very like logical versus like me tapping in intuitively to this thing, right, and energetically. I when I first started using an oracle card deck, I did not have a lot of trust in myself and in others and in the universe. I built that over time in my healing journey. So if you are feeling like there's no way in hell I can do this by myself, or like just looking at a card and waiting for the intuitive messages to come, use the guidebook as support. And I just flipped the card over to just see what was happening. I might give you an example. I just flipped the card over. Um, I literally just split the deck and just flipped it over and it's one of my favorite cards in the energy oracle cards which is number 12 at the top number 12 so if that's significant to you resonate with that okay and the title of this card is called the temple path and I have not I I have the book in my hand just because I'm, I'm I'm go I'm getting there but I haven't looked up the card yet I'm just kind of looking at the imagery Noticing what I notice I'm seeing a beautiful it's in a garden that's the theme that's that's the imagery I'm seeing on the card and there's like a swirl <laughs> it's the spiral of healing that's what it's telling me so there's a spiral in the middle of this garden and then it leads up some beautiful mossy and grassy steps into this stone gazebo, something you'd see in like Pride and Prejudice, which is my favorite movie and I'm seeing these beautiful light orbs floating around in the distance in the picture and up close so there's large and small orbs and it's in a forest there's some beautiful purple flowers it's very glowy it feels magical and something just come to my came to my mind fairies fairies came to my mind so what I'm doing here is I'm I'm interpreting I'm interpreting the card so I may not do this out loud with a reading to myself so I may just take a look and know like oh this is my favorite card It just makes me feel excited. I can actually feel myself falling into this image and being there. And kind of the other imagery I'm getting besides the Pride and Prejudice, like columned gazebo looking thing in this garden is um, the temples, the Greek temples in Hercules, the cartoon movie Hercules (laughs) Um, from the 90s. If you're an 80s or 90s baby, if you're not... um, think like the Acropolis, think of um the 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 temples in um in ancient Greece, okay? And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, like I'm hearing ancestors. I'm getting ancestral vibes here. And then I'm seeing the orbs and I'm like, wow, like spirits and and ancestors are all around us. And the temple path is the name of the card. So if you think of path, we're all worried all the time are we on the right path am I on the right path am I on the right path am I on a path (laughs) did I get off my path what is my path and the word that comes before the path on this card is temple when you think of temple it's sacred place it's a place for prayer. It's a place for guidance. It's a place for spiritual connection. It's a place for relationship with God. It's a place for relationship with the universe and the creator. It's a place of reference. So I believe this card, my interpretation for you and for me in this moment, at reading and, and reading my own oracle card here for the both of us, is that I am on the right path as long as I'm connected to that temple. Whatever that means to you. This is when you, when you hear someone giving you an oracle card reading and reading the energy of the cards like I just did, I have not cracked open the book, okay? I am just flowing with what I'm noticing. And what you're noticing when you're doing a reading for yourself, nothing is a coincidence. You didn't just quote, make it up. The minute you think, oh, I made that up, you're doubting your intuition. You did not make it up. (laughs) It is coming to you for a purpose, whether it seems random or not, whether it seems small or not, insignificant or not, it is all meant to be and it is happening. That is part of the reading. That is part of following your intuition. That is part of the message and the lesson and the guidance the cards are, are supporting you with right now. Okay? So I believe that the overall message is that healing is a spiral. It's not linear. You're on the right path if you are connected to the inner temple the temple within, the the God within all of us, the divine within all of us, if you will. And so now I just interpreted the card, like that all just came out of this. I mean, come on, that is incredible. And yes, I've been doing this for a while, but like not a long time, guys. Like I just really started on my path in like 2017. I probably started my own Oracle, got my first Oracle card deck. (sighs) 2019. It was 2019. It was February, March, January-ish. Yeah, after February 2019. So now I'm going to go to the book. No shame in going to the book. This helped build my my, um, trust muscle. So I'm going to go to the book. I'm looking up card 12, The Temple Path, and underneath it, it says spiritual purpose and support. And this is the cool thing about using the book. In the beginning, you may rely on the book a lot you may read word for word what this card means. Now this deck specifically tells you in the guidebook if the card is upright, meaning up and down, or if it's upside down reversed because it has different meanings. So say the temple path was reversed, it would have a different meaning than if it were up and down, upright, the right side up. So you you just you decide what feels good to you I and I always check to I always go with if it's upright or reversed um because it is a different energy and a different meaning for me personally especially with this deck it might be different for every deck it may not make sense reversed um it may not have a meaning reversed just tune into to that and the guidebook can support you with that as well so not every guidebook will have that information about is it upright is it reversed just just know that so I'm gonna read this a little out loud and I may not even read the whole thing. This is the cool thing about practicing and building your trust muscle and your intuition and and getting practice with your cards and getting to know them is you have your own interpretations of them. Sometimes like I've been doing this for two, three years now. Um, so I am very familiar with these cards. So sometimes I remember sort of kind of the guidance of the, the guidebook that I sometimes don't even look at the guidebook. But then sometimes I'm in a reading with somebody and I'm like, I go six or seven cards without using the guidebook and then suddenly like I hear intuitively use the guidebook look at the guidebook look at the guidebook and that tells me that there's even one word in that in that summary in the guidebook on this card that is going to support that person something we need to see something deeper a word that hasn't come to me yet that 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 are the energy of the cards and the messages that are coming through wants to guide us towards. So I'm going to go to the deck now, I mean the guidebook, and it says upright, let's see, receiving this card represents your own spiritual evolution. The winding path you are on leads to a blessed temple on a lovely garden, symbolizing the spiritual destiny your soul has had in mind for this lifetime. This card upright is here to tell you that what you're going through now is a part of your soul's process. You are on your karmic path and heading in the right direction. The lights around the temple represent the spirit world. Your family members and friends and angels and guides, all the loving spirit helpers who long to assist you, call upon them and be open to their wisdom and their inspiration. So I'm feeling called to stop reading there. There's actually another paragraph. As you first get your first deck, you can read through those and become familiar with them. And then maybe you take a look at the card after reading. You're like, oh, I see it now. Oh, wait, there's actually a detail in there I didn't notice before. I see some bonsai trees. Hmm. I wonder what bonsai means. I'm going to look that up right quick. I feel inspired to look that up. Not obsessed, not like I have to know every single thing. I can't, I'm going to get this wrong. That's the energy of I'm doing this wrong. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not my own best healer. Somebody knows better than I do. I don't know what's good for me. You feel that energy difference versus I'm building my trust. I don't have it all figured out now, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to take it as it comes. And I'm going to play. And I'm going to get enjoy this. I'm going to explore, right? You feel the energy difference in that, right? And so I might Google if I feel inspired to. What is the bonsai tree meaning? Kind of go there and see, see what that is. I also see purple. Purple flowers in the bottom right corner. Purple to me signifies divinity, you know? So that, I hope that was, a, that was a good example. I think that was like an awesome um, way for me to share with you about reading your own cards and interpreting. And, and I would just I was going to make a note about the guidebook anyway. So that was a beautiful way for us to do that. Um, let me think of what else as far as reading cards. Oh, shuffling. So you might just get your cards right out of the deck and feel inspired to literally pick up the first card. Okay, you might say, Okay, I really want to shuffle, 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 and I will stop when it feels good. Okay, so this is what I first used to do, guys. Okay, I was a very like Taipei, like I need to go step by step and I need to do the same thing every time. So I'm going to very carefully shuffle these cards like I'm shuffling a deck of cards about to play poker, which don't really work because if you've ever held oracle cards or tarot, they're much bigger than playing cards so I recommend um shuffling on the side so I put the entire deck in my hand and I'm kind of I don't know how to describe it like flinging them into my other hand and so that they shuffle that way um you may shuffle them you can shuffle them like a deck of cards, too, kind of putting them into each other. Um, you can split the deck into a couple different and then stack the decks so they're nice and shuffled that way. Well, again, whatever feels intuitive, it feels clunky at first. It's okay. The cards are bigger than what you're used to playing with as a kid or, you know, playing speed or rummy or something. Um, so when you go to shuffle, this is what I used to do, too. I would like very meticulously shuffle and then I would fan them out in front of me, almost like a magician like a magician fan them out in front of me and then I would just look I would just look and say oh no I don't I don't know which one I was so overthinking it you guys that's what I don't want to happen for you from the jump you don't have to overthink this to get used to it okay if you want to fan them out like a magician and have them on the table that's okay that's okay I actually occasionally still do it that way to choose a card if I feel inspired to but I would spend forever choosing a card. And then it was like, wait, do I choose one card? Do I choose two cards? Do I choose three? Do I do the um, Celtic cross? So there's different kinds. And actually some of the books have, let me look in guidebook it says card spreads oh perfect I've actually never looked at it um or if I did it was a long time ago and in the beginning of most of these guidebooks it gives you some information about questions to ask we'll get that to us get that to get to that in a second okay so it says card spreads layout and placement of the cards. so it gives you some question examples we'll talk about that in a second it gives you an example of a one card pull a three card spread the seven card cross a nine card spread card spread the road I don't even know what that is um oh she has you put them in rows and it's called the road okay and so you can even google like oracle card spreads and there might be specific ones for instance I've done this before when it feels good which is like I'd like to choose a card um from uh, that that guides me on my past my present and my future so I pull three cards. One signifies the past. I put it in that place, the future, uh, the, the present in the middle and the, the future on the right. That's just the, I, that intuitively just came to me and I've done that before. Um, now let's talk about, so that's spreads. Nowadays I come up with the question and I just shuffle, 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 and the cards literally fly out. And that took some time for that to happen actually. And I might even talk to my angels and my divine and sacred angels and guides before I get started. I'm like, Hey, you know, my question today is, um, let me think of a question. Okay. So what might support me as I begin exploring healing my femininity? What? Oh, literally cards just came flying out. (laughs) Um, hang on. They are in the floor three cards came out. So that my question was, what might support me in um, as I begin exploring healing my femininity? The first card that came out, and if this resonates with you, this is also for you, as goes all of my Orca card readings ever. Even if you're on an Instagram live and with me, which I do occasionally, do card readings over there at Hannah Johnson Coaching, and I do Instagram um, lives and card pulls for people who jump on there. Anytime you you happen to pop into one of those, trust, trust, trust. That message is also for you. So this is also for you. But I pulled the sixth chakra, which is Archangel Metatron. It's connected with sixth chakra. And there's lots of blues and purples and whites. It's gorgeous. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Your sixth chakra. And if you want more information about the chakras, I've got beautiful episodes on that towards the some of the very beginning episodes I put out. So your sixth chakra is your third eye. So I'm hearing that I haven't looked at the guidebook yet. This is just my interpretation using visuals and kind of seeing in my mind's eye, which is interesting. We're talking about third eye. Um, So this is telling me to use my intuition to guide me. Beautiful. The next card that came out with this, because remember three just flew out as I was shuffling with the question in my mind. You might repeat it out loud to yourself. You might repeat it in your head over and over and over again until that card flies out or until you feel like, oh, it's time to stop and flip over the first card. Oh, it's time to stop and fan out the cards and choose the first two cards that come to mind. Uh, I feel like I'm just going to stop here and I'm just going to pull out a literal random card because I feel inspired to stop shuffling. Oh, I stopped shuffling. I'm just going to flip the deck over and look at what's on the bottom. Play, 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 play. <laughs> we don't play as adults enough. This is an opportunity to do that. Get creative. Go with your intuition. Don't overcomplicate. Me telling you to get creative is not permission to overcomplicate or overthink this. Okay. So back to this card pull I just pulled for myself when they came flying out about healing um, my femininity. Financial constraints. That's the second one. So I'm gonna tap into that for a second. And so this one isn't obvious to me. So I'm just going to sit with it for a moment. And that's what I encourage you to do too. Just sit with it. Notice what you notice. I may be silent just for a second. The podcast hasn't ended. I'm just going to be silent and just go inward for a moment and um, tune into this and see what I notice. Okay, I'm hearing first chakra because oftentimes money and financial things and constraints are connected to a sense of safety and security. I am also hearing that this has something to do with what I was doing right before this, um, podcast, before I started recording, which was thinking of my 2022 goals and taking a class about doing, setting that, um, setting those goals and some financial, um, old financial fears and stories started coming up as I was exploring that in the class that I'm taking so that is interesting that this is connected to this piece about my desire to heal um more my femininity my feminine self my feminine energy okay I'm feeling inspired to look at the book. See what happened just there? I got some messages. It was clear to me, sort of, kind of. I'm making connections. I'm also going to, because it came upright, I'm going to look at the book. Uh, It's number 13, Financial Constraints, Restrictions Concerning Money. This card shows an old-fashioned safe with little money but lots of cobwebs. That's what the picture shows. Money may be tight at this time, so rein in your spending and uh, circumspect about the financial requirements in your life. Choose your expenditures. There's a big difference between what you need and what you want. Take care of your needs. Bide your time. Things will get better. But for now, let's see. Value money and good the good things you already have. And this, I love this deck for this reason. They, and I come to the deck often for the guidebook often for just for the affirmation. It comes with the affirmation uh, for every card. I can move through any cycle with dignity and awareness. I am open to receiving increasing wealth. Money moves to and through my life, bringing benefits to all. So of what I read to you, about 1% resonated with me. <laughs> and this is what happens when you read the guidebook. You're like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. There's a difference of like, that doesn't resonate with me because it scared me versus that literally just did not strike a chord with me in a quote unquote positive or negative way, period. The affirmation here is what resonated with me, especially this piece. I am open to receiving increasing wealth. Money moves to and through my life, bringing benefits to all. That piece about money moves to and through my life really strikes a chord with me, and I think that is the essence of feminine energy, the flow of life, the life and the the life and death, the rebirth, the um open to receive the openness to give think of the infinity symbol see the messages are coming through now isn't this beautiful that struck a chord on me just about this affirmation in the guidebook. So i'm putting the guidebook down now the the piece about the infinity symbol it's actually going in a loop of receiving and giving giving and receiving giving and receiving giving and receiving, giving and receiving. And that is the energy of money as well, when it's open and flowing and when your portals and doors are open to receive and give money, not just give away, but it says money coming to and through me. So that's allowing money to circulate, that's allowing money to let go of money to Bill, pay your bills, the things that you're grateful for, the privileges you have, the, the desires that you have, the the, 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 the the experiences that you want, right? The food that you eat, the car that you drive, that you love. And then being mindful. There was a note in the guidebook that also struck a chord with me. That 1% really was like, notice that you get to choose how to use your money. Choose. Right, this is not a numbing tech this is not a numbing thing. this is not a crutch. I'm not using money as a crutch. I'm not using shopping as a coping mechanism, but allowing myself to hey i it's safe and and I feel secure being in charge of my own money, allowing it to move to me and through me to me and through me, and I have enough this feeling of safety and security. And there's actually a great book that just came to my mind, which is the Amanda Francis book called Rich AF, as Fuck, um, by Amanda Francis. It's actually a beautiful book and she illustrates this perfectly. And she has a ton of affirmations and mantras and just beautiful perspective shifts in there about allowing your money to come to you, to be saved by you, to be invested by you, to be enjoyed by you, to be spent by you as well so moving to and through you keeping what you would like letting go of uh, to circulate and letting go to have and do the things that you want and the things that are necessary in life but also allowing doors and portals to be open for money to flow to you as well and the final card that came through is strategy which is the number 21 card at the top and it is um it's got the words journal on it and this is actually really really um coming back around. So my question, remember when I was shuffling was the piece about healing my feminine wound, um, my femininity rather. And this piece about journaling has come up to me a lot lately. I was an avid everyday journaler for the first two years of my journey. I mean, I think I filled legit four to five journals in that first year, big journals too, And then about a year ago, I kind of stopped. I just didn't feel inspired to do anymore. So I just kind of followed along. I didn't journal for months. Every now and again, I'd pick it up and do a little something. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm not getting anything out of this. And then I'll go back to it and return to it. But I've been getting more into it lately. And so I think this is another opportunity for me to return to that. Okay. So I hope that was supportive of you of, again, seeing like that simple shuffling with that one question. And you notice my question was not a yes or no question it's an open-ended question so that's what I get a lot of questions about Where people are like well once I've got my cars, I start shuffling like wait why am I shuffling and what am I looking for again you may be doing a layout of past present future you may be do have a question like I'd really like to it's all about your intention you guys all about your intention and your energy We're never going to the cards out of desperation. We're never going to the cards with like, I have to have an answer. And we're never going to cards with that energy because you're going to end up frustrated. You do not know how many times I went to the cards for answers and asked the same effing question over and over and over again, because I had so much doubt in myself, I had so much fear, I had so many limitations. I was trying to bypass by using cards, That is not what this is for. Not to say you can't get some answers and clarity, but if you notice yourself doing that, I would step away from them, right? Because notice your intention at that point is to get answers for something outside of yourself and really they're reflecting back to you. So you're reaching out for them for support. So I even quiet my mind, take a moment to relax and ground and clear my energy before I do a reading for myself or others. So taking some deep breaths, being open to um, divine guidance and support throughout. Um, some people even start with like a prayer and invocation to get started. I even close my eyes and just kind of settle in again, feeling grounded and shuffling the cards with intention, right? Really, really uh, it's about your intention. Um, and then you're going to be shuffling while thinking of a specific situation, a question, something you're challenged with, um, if you're doing for your, a reading for yourself and you pull a, so, so for instance, I just pulled these three cards about the question I have. And if there's one that's like, I'd like some more clarity on that. That's the intention I'm going with. I'm going to reshuffle and say, I'd like some more clarity about the financial constraints, um, card, um, in connection to da, 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 like the thing I asked. Okay. So you can cut the cards, again, in any way you like. So it could be an elaborate cut, which is um, like a card spread, I'm sorry, um, for piles. You can do, I mean, just it just depends. Just depends on what you like to do. Play with it, play with it, play with it. So let's think of some questions. And you can make a note of these if you would like. Or you can even Google, like, what are some good Oracle card questions if you need some support to get started. But I can help you with that as well. Um, for instance what do I need to do or change to improve blank? Maybe it's a situation. Maybe it's work. Okay. Maybe you're like, oh my God, I hate this job. I think it's almost time for me to get out of this. Maybe I can say, what can I do to progress forward in a new job? Okay. It's an example. I love this one. What do I need to know today? That's just a fun one. If you're just going to be practicing and doing it every day, say for a couple of days in a row or in a week, I love to start with that. What do I need to know today? If, I, if a specific question or issue or challenge isn't coming to me or thing that's coming up to me, I might just ask that. What do I need to know about my relationship? That's another good one. What is spirit's guidance for me today? What is spirit's guidance for me today? So I hope those gave you a a few ideas. I'm trying to think of something else. Um, For instance, when I do a a reading with folks, which if you'd ever like to book a reading with me, if it's your first time playing with Oracle, or if you'd like to know more, we can do a reading together. It's 45 minutes over Zoom. And so it is a live reading. There is an option for me to record them if you can't make it live or if you've gotten readings before and you're like, I don't want to be live. I prefer live because we can ask lots of questions. I can get to know you. We can I can get some clarifiers for you so I can record it for you and send it to you. Um, But you know, you're not able to ask for those clarifiers and have that conversation, but that's okay if that works for you. And then the other one, like I said, is live over Zoom. And so we will get on together, have a conversation. I'll kind of ask you like, what, you know, did you come up with a few questions before we get started? And then trust me, the energy, the the, the container we create together in this moment will will take over in a beautiful way that gets that gets to the heart of your intention. And so you can reach out directly to me, um, email ha- hello at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com or you can check out my website because I have more information about my coaching offers there, uh, my energy healings there and my Oracle card readings there. So it's 45 minutes and right now it's $55 and this is December 2021. I probably shouldn't have even said the price just because I have a feeling those prices will be increasing. So I don't want somebody to be listening to this in, you know, 2022 saying, but you said that's, that's, um, this is, that's why I said at this moment in time, you know, prices are always subject to change and increase. So at the moment, that's just another nudge to you guys because I feel, um, some up leveling happening in my business and in my prices and in one on one work with me because it is one on one work, which takes more of my time and energy versus being able to work with several people at once or group programs or coaching and such. So just as an FYI, this is a great time to get in. And maybe you're like, well, I don't have like an issue or a problem going on, Hannah. You don't always have to go to your cards or to a session with me or a reading with me saying, I've got an issue. I've got a problem. I'm in a crisis. You can, and that could be supportive of you. Again, we're not coming with that energy of desperation of like, I have to have this answer. Like, trust me i've been there that's actually how i use the cards for a long time and i just left more frustrated so um if that is you there's much more going on than oracle cards will support you with do not allow this tool to become a spiritual bypass for you okay follow your intuition, follow the breadcrumbs of your healing and go deep. I have lots of other episodes about, about healing on a deep level. And i talk about it constantly over on Instagram about the spiritual journey and and healing and all manifestation work is healing work, all of that. So you can find me at Hannah Johnson coaching and it's Hannah with two H's, H-A-N-N-A-H. Okay. I think that wraps it up. This is another longer episode. As I told you, I would, um, Pull one oracle card for you all all my empaths out there and otherwise um, if it resonates with you take it take what resonates with you and leave the rest that being said for your oracle card readings for yourself as well i am so so excited like i hope i get so many messages that's my intention too is to receive so many beautiful messages from people that say oh my gosh I listened to this episode and you'll never believe I got my first oracle card deck and this is what happened I genuinely you guys want to hear those stories so please reach out to me and share with me send me a picture of your deck I want to see which one you have um that's always so exciting I- again occasionally on my instagram I send um I will do like random card pulls for people um in my story so follow my stories closely I do that a couple times a month or occasionally. I will go live and pull live, it was similar to a live reading with me, but I'll pull a card for you and, um, and share it with everyone there, which is also a message for yourself if you're not personally getting a card pulled. So you could ta- um, tune in every time I'm live to see if I'm doing an Oracle card reading. So the card I pulled for you is from the Empathic Oracle deck is Water. And the number of this card is eight. So if that has any significance for you. And I'm looking at the card and it is full of blues. There's so many different hues of blue. We've got navy, sky blue. We've got dark, we've got cerulean. We even have a little bit of tins of gray. So many different blues and there's swirls and there's, it looks like waves. So we've got the card, it's called water. It reminds me of an ocean. That's the first blue body of water that came to mind. And when you think about water, it's fluid. It flows. This reminds me of very feminine energy. Let me tap into the energy here. Mm. When the water is not allowed to be in flow, that's when the kink in our energetic power begins to build up. It's the same for an empath, right? Right? Water is emotions. It's often associated with emotions. If you think of water signs in astrology, it's often associated with people that experience it really, really deep emotions. So water is emotion. It's the element connected with that. When emotions are not, think about it, when your emotions are not acknowledged or fell and processed, they gain power over you, especially to an empath that can be debilitatingly overwhelming. It totally creates a different experience than what was originally intended with the feeling, right? And it can quickly become overwhelming and like truly, truly take over. And so there's even, I'm going to go to the guidebook here and it it has, this deck has some beautiful um, questions at the end. So I'm going to leave you with these. Am I holding on to my energy or am I allowing it to flow through me? Am I letting my emotional experience find its course or am I denying myself the right to experience and process these emotions to let me move forward on my path? Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you. Please continue writing in, asking your questions, giving me more of what you, uh, suggestions of what you would like to hear on the podcast, like that's literally what I'm here for. When I started this podcast, I was like, these are just the things I'm interested in. And like, I've got people like, you know, in my DMs that were mainly like my friends or people that like randomly found me on Instagram before I really, um, started with a lot of momentum in my business. i just was like, Hey, what about this and this and this? That's why I'm known as like the spiritual BFF, which is why that's the name of this podcast. Um, that were just asking me these questions, and I want you to feel comfortable enough to do that. Somebody reached out to me the other day. I was like, hey, BFF, and I didn't know them. They were listeners to my podcast, and the guys, I was like in tears. I'm like, literally, I prayed for these days. I just, and it makes my big sister, oldest sister heart so, so happy when I get messages like that, and, and just from a healer perspective, too, and just knowing that light finds light, when you turn your light on, other people are drawn to it, and other people it gives permission and licensing for them to turn their own light on as well. It's the same for you. So I just am so grateful for you being here. Please reach out to me. You can you can visit me at um uh, HannahJohnsonCoaching.com. My website. All my offers are there. A little bit more about me. It will be updated soon. So I'm so excited to um update some of my story on there and share more with you guys from a very authentic, vulnerable place. And I've stepped into my healership over the past year and a half. So I'm excited to share more with that because I do energy healings as well. And it's very evident now, but um, I would really love for my website to reflect that. So I can't wait to get that updated. Um, The glow up program, I did mention that at the beginning. So I'm going to share a little bit more with you about that in this episode and future episodes, but there's also an end of year clarity session. End of your clarity sessions, if you're listening in December 2021, this is the only time I'm offering them. End of your clarity sessions are for you to have a designated hour with me in a one-on-one virtual session that is at my lowest price point my coaching has been in over a year. So A, I will not offer this again, and B, my coaching will never be this this low again. I felt very inspired to do this. And so it's about a designated hour with me, laser focused, reflecting on the past year. We don't know where you're going if we don't know where you are where you've been. So let's reflect on this past year and let's start talking about some goal setting. What were the goals that you did achieve? What were the goals that are still in progress? And where's there room still to grow? We are not going to be doing this masculine energy goal setting of reverse engineering. And well, where are you in the steps of your goal? What progress have you made? And, 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 And why haven't you? And this accountability that can be very aggressive. We're going to be in a state of, energetic alignment and connection with one another during this session right off the bat that's my intention for this 60 minute container of this special offer is supporting you looking at this from a energetic level an emotional level and a physical level and a mental level so we're going to be talking about mindset and mental we're going to be talking about physical which is nervous system we're going to talk about energetic we're talking about emotions we're going to be talking about it all you are a holistic being you are a full being With multifaceted being, we're going to be looking at you and dealing and and working on these things with you from that perspective. And then we're going to be talking about some serious goal setting. And then whatever blocks energetic or otherwise, including limiting beliefs and, and nervous system regulation... They could be supportive of you so that you walk away with real tools, you walk away with real goals, you walk away with things that you feel are attainable, achievable, and you are excited about and you will be thriving in 2022. So I'm so excited. I think you can hear my passion for this. I felt inspired to do this and I literally just launched it um, December 1st. So you um, still have a little bit of time to book on. I'm only doing this till December 29th this is a very specified session it is 60 minutes it does not the special pricing um does not apply to anything but this end of year clarity session if you'd like to book head on over to the link in my bio on instagram i have a calendly calendar there so you can see my availability in december so you can book directly from there or dm me you want you have more questions you want more clarity you say hey i've never worked with you before how do i do this i can we can talk okay also, the other bonus you get with an end of your clarity session that I've never done before, but I'm so excited to be doing for you, is offering an alignment meditation, an activation. So this meditation will be a custom meditation for you that will be sent to you after our session because it will be about and in alignment with your specific goals. So it's an alignment activation meditation meditation guided i will record it and send it to you within a week of our of our session so you must book an end of your clarity session before december 29th 2021 in order to get that but that custom meditation is a part of it and i am so excited to have sending those out into the world and it will be specific to you to your goals i'm not recording one and sending it to everyone it will be specific to the goals that we discuss together in the end of your clarity session I'm so looking forward to connecting with you, however that looks like, whether it's through another podcast episode, through it's my DMs, my emails, or booking an interview clarity session or Oracle card reading with me. Um, check out my Glow Up program that's on my website. You can learn more about that five-week immersive experience with me, working one-on-one. That is my... Um, that is my um, high high ticket offer. So if you're really wanting to go deep in this work of inner child shadow work and higher self guidance, that's a program for you. This is for someone that's been doing the work that's ready for next level. So you can learn more at hannahjohnsoncoaching.com and go to work with me. And there's a bit about the glow up there. I didn't want to forget to mention that as I promised. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.